is Twilight a good movie? And more importantly, is it a baseball movie? Cecilia O'Grady and Lee Truant are here to try to get me to admit just that, on this episode of Cracker Jack. Welcome to another episode of Cracker Jack, friends. I'm excited to be here. I hope you are too. This is a very interesting episode. Uh, let's address the elephant in the room before we uh, get too far into this. It is episode four of Cracker Jack, and I thought episode four would be a good time to, uh, what's the phrase? Fuck with the format. I suppose. So as you are probably well aware by now, this is a baseball podcast. And I thought, what if it wasn't a baseball podcast for one episode? What if it was a podcast about vampire movies? And it just so happens that there is a movie out there that combines baseball and vampire movies together. And that movie is, of course, the amazing, to some people, movie known as Twilight, which of course is a filmic adaptation of the book series by the same name. And this is also an exciting episode for me, my dear listeners, because not only do I have one Twihard here to talk about Twilight with me, I actually have two Twihards here. And I'm really excited. They don't know each other, so we are actually forging friendships. We are making connections here on Cracker Jack. So if you will join me in welcoming my two friends, Lee Truant and Cecilia O'Grady are here. Hello, friends. How are you doing? Hello. I'm great. Excellent. Good, good. What's yeah. up? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I appreciate that you've both come dressed uh, for this occasion. Uh, Cecilia is wearing a Cubs jersey and Lee is looking decently vampiric and yes. drinking uh, a, a large glass of red wine, which could be mistaken for blood over Zoom. Yeah, it's so negative. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, I usually start this, uh, this podcast by asking my guests what their relationship to baseball is. Um, I don't know if either of you have a relationship to baseball. So if you want to pass on that question and just tell me what your relationship to Twilight is, maybe that'll be a better place to start. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fun question. Uh, <laughs> I have no relation to baseball, unless, of course, you count uh, Sandlot, which is, like, one of my favorite movies from childhood. Other than that, it's about it for baseball, except for Twilight, of course. Um, I always hated reading. I despised it. I don't know why. Uh, and in grade eight, uh, it was pretty much the only thing girls were talking about in my grade was this book called Twilight. And I was really, I really didn't want to read it because I didn't like reading. Um, and, you know, so eventually after enough people were talking about it, I figured, okay, I, I've got to read this book or I'm going to become a social outcast. Uh, so I read it and I mean, I was obsessed and I read the second and then the third and then the fourth and I bought all of the merchandise. I painted my room. I stenciled the wall. I got all of the Tiger Beat magazines. I've got the t-shirts. I've got the fucking bracelets. I stood in line for like six hours to see the premiere of every movie. I wrote about it in my journals, which I still have. So um, it dressed up as vampires for Halloween. Like if 
there was a vampire thing to do, I, I did it. I haven't met Stephanie Meyer. I have a friend who has, and that's Whoa. probably that's the uh, next level of Twihard. I wish I've gotten to, but yeah. I, I can't claim that you'll, one yet. You'll get there. So the um, <laughs> yeah. the, the Crackerjack family is one degree of separa- separation away from Stephanie Meyer's. What I'm hearing, and that's exciting yeah. to me. There you go. Yeah, wow. sweet. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, Cecilia, same question. Uh, I also haven't met Stephanie Meyer and I, I I was the opposite kind of, I like read everything in sight when I was that age. So I was like, everyone else is reading it. I better read it. And I like enjoyed them, wasn't obsessed. I like went to the premiere of the movie and like, that's kind of where it ended. I saw the first one and like, my friends would try and get me to see the other ones. And I'd be like, no, I'm not into it. Like, it's too girly. <laughs> um, so I like avoided it for a while. And then when I was in my like early 20s, maybe I went back to it and was like, I should really check what these movies are all about. They seem like the kind of like campy vampire shit I'm into. So I rewatched them. And the first one, especially, I just think is a masterpiece, like unironically love it. Uh, a little bit ironically, but like mostly just like think it's great. Um, so yeah, me and a couple of my friends watched them over like FaceTime at like early pandemic and it was a great time. They're all extremely enjoyable films. And I have a I have a thing for vampires just in general. I'll watch any sort of vampire related media. So I'm very into it. And baseball, I just like, eh, it's boring. I'll go to a game because there's beer and yelling and that's fun. But um Believe it or not, for a baseball podcast, we have now had as many people who don't like baseball guesting on this <laughs> podcast as we have people who have liked baseball. Um, so that's good. My uh, relationship with Twilight uh, began four days ago uh, hey. when I watched Twilight for the first time to do this episode. Uh, so that's my uh, relationship with Twilight. I treated it as I was growing up with uh, contempt and uh, wariness. I was not uh, I was not a fan necessarily. I mean, I didn't know I wasn't a fan because I hadn't read it or seen the movies or anything. But, you know, you want to be cool with your friends. And so you decide that you're not going to like something without any evidence. And that was kind of my my journey. Again, I would normally ask my guests what position on a baseball diamond they feel like they would play spiritually like if you were if the positions on a baseball diamond were um astrology signs what uh what position like what player would they be kind of thing again maybe that's not the right question to be asking on this episode so maybe i'll just ask uh team edward or team jacob uh cecilia do you want to go first i'm team bella's dad edward and jacob are both toxic and bad but bella's dad number one I am so going to get into that. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I am so going to get into that later on because I fully agree with you. Uh, mm-hmm. Lee, Lee, where do you fall? This is a really difficult question for me. Um, so I've read this the entire series twice. The first time I read it, I was full on Team Edward. I think like any young girl, he was like the dreamboat. And then I believe Christmas came around and my mom got me a Christmas present. And I opened it with such excitement and it was a Team Jacob t-shirt. Oh no. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> Am I allowed to say bitch? I was like, bitch, like, no, what? And she was like, I'm sorry, they were all out of Team Edward. And I was like, girl, you can't just 
you can't just switch sides like this. That's not how it works. And she was like, wrong. Well, maybe you could just like, you know, just, just consider it. And I was like, uh, you know, I didn't want to be an ungrateful child. So I was like, oh, thanks for the gift, you know, and like had the seething anger inside me. Um, and then, so I decided, you know, it's great. I'm going to go back. I'm going to read the books. I was a little bit older at this point, maybe a couple years older. I went back and read, reread the books. And I was like, yo, Jacob, Jacob, right. like he is the unsung hero. He comes in, he saves her from her depression. He saves her from a suicide attempt. And uh, you know, she's starting to fall for him and he's everything that she needs. And then all of a sudden she finds out that Edward's back alive and she's like, oh, my bitch, my man, he's back. Like, and I was like, screw you, Bella. Like, I don't think either of them are toxic. I think she is toxic. Right. Um, They're all toxic. But now going on, yeah, but like going on with what you're saying, uh, Celia, I rewatching it as a 26 year old woman. And I'm like, damn, Carlisle though. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> I um yeah. I love the image of your mom like going into a hot topic and like <laughs> and like seeing the stack of Edward shirts being completely empty and the Jacob ones being almost like right up to the ceiling and just going, mm. it's gonna be a hard Christmas this year. I don't know. <laughs> She was like, please tell me you have something in the back. And they're yeah, like, yeah. No, no. And they're like, well, and that, that should have told her, right? Like, obviously, I think as a society, society tends to be more Team Edward than Team Jacob. And I'm not really sure what that's about. But well, vampire he's are... written. Mm. And he's yeah. a vampire. That's vampire a good question. Than yeah. <laughs> like, um, I was thinking about what you were gonna ask us, Bent, and I was like, yeah. maybe he's gonna ask us, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Okay, let's talk about that. I myself hew closer to the werewolf side of things, just given what's going on on my face. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. However, like, I don't know, because like, like vampire is constant, right? It's like something that you always are, whereas like when you're a werewolf, it's something that only happens every so often. And so like you get glimpses of being like a normal, normally functioning human or something. I don't know. It's interesting. I'll think about it. Any thoughts, Cecilia? <laughs> I mean, in Twilight context, they're, the werewolf situation is they kind of are always right. a werewolf. It's not like a full moon type thing. So I think in, in Twilight context, I'd rather be a werewolf just because all the vampires just seem too like moody. The werewolves seem more like cool and like yeah. easier to hang out with. Um, but the vampires are, I mean, vampires are hot. Right. And I guess my question would be too, like, what organized sports do the werewolves all play together? Football. They do. Rugby. They play. They play football. Okay. Rugby. I they, they, look, they like. No, they like I don't think they each other. played sports. Yeah, it was right. like rugby. If anything, like yeah. you know, no, no padding. They're just. They're just. Yeah. I will be honest. Fight. If we get into a big <laughs> Twilight lore conversation, I will have nothing to contribute because my knowledge <laughs> of the greater Twilight expanded universe begins and ends with the movie Twilight. But that's fine. It's funny though because I stand on the opposite side of you two in that context. Um that I wouldn't want to be a werewolf because I just remember seeing how many times Jacob would change and just all of his clothes are just fucking shredded. Right. And I'm like, no, like, you know how many, you know how much shopping you would have to do, girl? Like all your clothes, all the bras, everything, it's gone now. And I'm like, I, would you rather be something that just bursts out? And and don't, don't forget at the beginning, they can't control it. It's like anger induced. Right. And then as mm -hmm. they get more, 
and more along, they, they can kind of control it and they can like maybe take their clothes off first and then change. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the werewolves had like a telepathy thing. That was kind of cool, mm. but I'm a little bit like, I'm a little egotistical. Like I would rather just be a hot ass vampire, <laughs> super strong, super mm. fast. And like people forever young, all that good stuff. Yeah. There it is. They all have like their own little like special thing. Like some of them have like telepathy, like yeah. the girl can like see the future. So that'd be cool to like have your own like magic thing. But at the same time, it would suck to be a vampire who, like, didn't have a special power. Some of them do, and some of them don't. So you're like, oh, I just, I just suck, I guess. All right. Hey, hey, there you go. You just suck. Blood, that is. <laughs> Am I right? Literally. Yeah. Here we go. Okay, I want to make sure that we at least talk a little bit about baseball on this episode because uh, I have a job to do. So let's talk about the supermassive black hole music video, otherwise known as uh, the baseball scene from Twilight. To me, it was the, the scene that the entire movie was leading up to because I knew it was coming. I had no idea what the context was and I was just waiting the whole movie for this to happen and then it happened and then I was kind of like, why did it happen? Can you, either of you help me with that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a convenient way to have them out in a field when uh, Victoria, Laurent, and James come. Right. I mm-hmm. think it was just the only like convenient way for them to be bombarded. That I think that's what the like Stephanie Meyer might have been thinking. Right. Yeah, I think it's cool to throw in a sick little like baseball action scene, you know, like movie wise, but book wise, mm-hmm. I think it was just a segue. And yeah, and the baseball theme. They, do, they, they play baseball because they hit the ball so hard, it sounds like thunder. That's why right. they can only play during a thunderstorm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, like I, a what think? fun thing. Yeah. And I, I appreciate, too, that, like, baseball has been around since, like, the mid-1800s in its current form. And so, like, you know, Carlisle and, and Edward said that he'd been a vampire since, like, 1918. So there, there's, it's something constant that won't have changed that much over the course of the time that they've been, uh, quote-unquote, alive, I guess. That and, being, of course, it's, yeah. it's American, right? So True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throwing a good American sports game in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just sort of, I was just sort of perplexed by the whole thing. But I guess, I guess that's sort of twilight for me, though, is, like, is there any other reason for this to exist other than just that that's what has to happen in the book? And I guess the answer is just always no. <laughs> I mean, it's also an excuse I mean, I, I feel to like... like, yeah, just like Go show ahead. off what they can do. Like they're super fast. They're super strong. Gives an excuse to play like a fucking muse song or whatever. Yeah, right. oh, Stephanie Meyer, like a big fan. So, so they're like, we got to sneak that in somehow to do a whole music video. Yeah. And uh, not to mention, like, if you're thinking about sports, like, which sport, I mean, uh, come on, the target audience is young girls. So they're Mm -hmm. like, let's make a sport where they can look hot doing this, you know, so Mm -hmm. you're not going to do like, football is not going to look very hot. Yeah, right. Soccer is just kind of a bit of running, but like, baseball, that bit where um, Jasper with a bat. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) That got me feeling a certain way. <laughs> well, it's true, right? Because I like, I talk to a lot of people that say that baseball is boring and it's like kind of just schlubby guys wearing pajamas and like not doing a whole heck of a lot. This is a really good ad to get people interested in baseball. 
So in that way, yes, you know what? I'm going to say it. We're early on in the podcast already, but I'm going to say it. Twilight is a baseball movie. <laughs> Book it. It's happened. There you go. Yeah, it's just an ad for baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now that that's out of the way, I'm curious. Uh, I know that you both like this movie, but does that mean it's a good movie? You could argue either way. <laughs> Diplomatic. Okay. I'd say it's definitely interesting and it does something different. Like it does what it wants to do and it does it in a way that's like fun to watch. So I wouldn't say it's bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm biased because I've been in love yeah. with it since I was 13. Right. I'll let you know when I show my daughter someday, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's like I said, when I was 13, like I was like, this is acting and now that I'm 26 I've been through an acting conservatory program I've I've done work myself seeing it I'm like oh wow this is this is bad (laughs) but there's always that part of nostalgia where I'm like it's so bad but I love it still and I think um I think I remember back uh when I actually I worked at Cineplex for a while there when I was like a teenager uh someone made a someone made a spoof of Twilight they made a spoof movie. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I think it was called Fifty Shades of Grey, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I think but, like, it was, no, it was like, like, um, it was, uh, oh, it was, suck um, or something? Yeah, We Suck or something so, like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways, and it was just, it, it tanked, first of all, in the movie theaters, mm. because you're going to offend a lot of people, but also it tanked because Twilight itself is bad. Like, you don't need to make something that's bad, bad. So, you know, you know, when you look at uh, the horror movie spoof, what's it called? Oh, scary movie. Yeah, yeah. Scary movies. Those are fucking great because those movies themselves are so scary. Mm. And so making fun of something that's great is good. But making something, making fun of something that's already, mm, it's, you know, lowbrow. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I, it was funny because I was watching the movie and thinking about the careers that Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson both have now. And like thinking just about like, like Robert Pattinson, when he accepted that role, for example, when he accepted the offer of that role, he must have known that that was going to like change his life. But I don't know if he was prepared for like how it was going to change his life, because both of those people are pretty on record saying that they kind of hate what that movie did to them. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the Twilight like environment, the everything that's going on around it is just like Robert Pattinson interviews where he just like (laughs) clearly doesn't give a shit. He's like, I've done this so many times. I don't care about this movie. And he just like fully makes shit up. Like they'll (laughs) ask him a question and he'll be like, he'll just make up a story. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. I mean, like even watching interviews of him at the time when he was currently in shooting and I bought Mm -hmm. all of like the the books afterwards where they like it was a book of the movie and it would like show you pictures from on set and stuff and all the background twihard stuff um and it was always like i mean not in those books but in the interviews like you could tell that robert pattinson was like this character is stupid these lines are <laughs> stupid i hate this but i remember in one of those books it did say that before twilight he couldn't even get a girl to go on a date with him and then after twilight like they were like crazy like blood crazy you know and it's like he was like it just goes to show like what fame does and he was like i obviously know none of it's real and it only has to do with this movie but 
you're right. Like these movies that are regarded as like shitty, bad acting. It's like, well, look at these guys. I mean, Taylor Lautner is a different story, yeah. but Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson, their, their careers are, I mean, they're, 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 they're everywhere. Right? Yeah. No. The, and mm-hmm. like, they're doing good work and like, I, you know, it's funny because now Robert Pattinson is going to play Batman. And for me, Batman is Twilight for a lot of people out there, right? So like, I feel about Batman the way a lot of people, the two of you included, seem to feel about Twilight. And so for me, it's like Robert Pattinson has come full circle again into being somebody <laughs> who are who is in one of these movies that people just care too much about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, I was just going to say he like this is shameless i don't know why i'm doing like broadcasting for robert pattinson but he was in a movie on netflix called uh, the devil all the time don't know okay. if either of you saw that no amazing mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. acting Sweet. like if you haven't go check it out because that's the, like you really see where he has come the devil all the time the devil all the time get ready for a drama though it's really it's really tough to watch okay. also yeah. has bill skarsgård and uh, uh tom holland cool mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, really that is a uh, patented Cracker Jack review, listeners. The <laughs> Devil All the Time on Netflix. Check it out. So I want to get back to something that uh, Cecilia said earlier. Let's talk about uh, the chief of police, Chief Swan. Honestly, the true, as far as I'm concerned, the true heart and the true soul and the true protagonist of this movie. This poor uh-huh. guy just gets the shit end of the stick constantly. Um, we only have a few minutes left, but I do want to make sure that we talk about him because he matters to me. He's important. Yeah. Like that scene where Bella just up and leaves and doesn't tell him why. And she's like, I don't want to get stuck here. Like mom. I was like, no, do not do him like that. He's just trying to be she a good to. dad. Yeah. She could have just said, I have to leave. He, she didn't have to do it like that. Come on. Yeah, but if she didn't fuck him up, like, if she was just like, I'm leaving, don't worry about it, he would go into dad worry mode. But because she was like, screw mm-hmm. you, he was, he is like, what the hell? Okay, screw her. But if, <laughs> right. he, if she didn't do that, he would have went looking for her. He's a cop, you know? That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to say, he's a good dad. He makes the right decision, like, constantly. He's always doing what's best for her. And Bella's just constantly, like, taking him for granted. It's really sad to watch. <laughs> Yeah, like, and like what? she immediately just calls her mom, who's off at spring training with a baseball player. There, there you go. Highlight is a baseball <laughs> oh, movie. True, true. Yeah, that's um, true. I'm gonna look up Stephanie Meyer's relationship to baseball. That's what I'm gonna do after this is over. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's gotta be something there. Um, I I think one of my favorite Charlie scenes is uh, when she's like bringing over Edward for the first time, and he was like fucking cleaning his shotgun. And he's like, I got a gun and whatever. I'm like, yes, this is the dad energy I want. Like, Classic dad move. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. is, is he outside right now? <laughs> <laughs> he was right. Edward yeah. can't be trusted. No. And I like, mean, another a cl- another classic Charlie scene, which you probably haven't seen, Brandon, because you haven't seen the right. third movie. Third? Yeah. Third, four, no, fourth. Fourth part two, I think. Oh, my God. Is when... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, what's his name? Jacob is 
revealing himself to Charlie as a, as a werewolf because he wants to introduce him to the world of like the underworld and be like, okay, this is going to weird you out, but I'm a werewolf and now come see your daughter because there's no explanation for why she is the way she is. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's like this scene. And I don't think it was like this in the book, but they made it like this in the movie and it was gold. Like he just starting to slowly undress and he's like, you're not going to understand. And Charlie's like, Mm, Jacob, what are you doing? And he's like taking off his pants, and Charlie's oh, yeah. like, Jacob, put your oh, pants yeah. back on. Like, and it was just so funny. And then until he turned into the werewolf, it was all like he was so uncomfortable. You gotta watch it. <laughs> I mean, I might have to now. I kind of want to know what happens. I know that there's yeah. like there's a baby that happens, and like things get really weird. Um, but I don't know. Gets, I, I might be kind of. I will it. say the rest of them aren't as good, um, but crazy shit goes down right the baby the, the, the there's so much to it you should watch <laughs> the rest cool well um i usually get my guest and my, my guest and i we usually rate the movie out of six strikes we usually each get three strikes to rate the movie so the more strikes the movie gets the better uh since there's three of us doing this now i will each give us two strikes to uh to rate the movie i will start I'm going to give it zero out of two strikes. Well, I mean, I got to go two. I'm a twi-heart. <laughs> Why would I give it anything less? Okay, love that, love that. I'm giving it two as well. Okay. Two strikes, you're in. Four out of six. So I believe it is currently tied for second place on our uh, on our big board of baseball movies with yes. Oscar nominee Moneyball. So if our, uh, if our big list is to be believed... Twilight should have been up for some Oscars. That's all I'm going to say. Twilight is better than Moneyball. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, it's like, it's the millennial teen girls version of Harry Potter. And I know Mm -hmm. that, like, obviously there's enough, there's girls and boys on both sides that love Harry Potter, but, like, mostly, I think just mostly girls like Twilight. But it's one of those franchises that's never going to die. You're not going to forget about it. I'm going to forget about Moneyball when I'm 80 but and senile, but I'm going to be like in my chair, an old lady in the home, and I'm going to be like, ah, where's Edward? I miss him. Yeah, and then your daughter, who you showed Twilight to when she was young, <laughs> and then inevitably had a Twilight-themed wedding, comes and visits mm-hmm. you with your grandchildren, and they're just like, tell us the story again. And then she's like, okay, we open on a stream, and there's a deer drinking water, and then... Yes. And then- <laughs> I don't know, they're like, Grandma, who is Edward? What are you talking about? And they're like, he was my husband. I married him. And they're going to be like, what? It's all going to be in my head. It's just uh, amazing. Amazing. Um, well, I want to thank you both so much for being a part of this. Uh, this was really fun. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. And uh, I was blown away by how much fun I had. Cecilia, Ghosts Are Everywhere is available everywhere. Uh, do you want to give sure the, the listeners a little rundown on what they can expect? Um, you can expect a bunch of nonsense about ghosts. Uh, it goes on a lot of tangents, but mostly ghosts. We talk about vampires occasionally. If you like go through the feed, I'm sure there's some vampire episodes, but I also just bring it up because I like them. Sweet. But yeah. Uh, you can also follow Cecilia on Instagram for uh, excellent floral arrangement pictures. Uh, you very, can. Very good. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Lee. Uh, I know it's a weird time to be an actor right now. Uh, do you have anything yeah. you would like to plug? Well, um, you can follow me on Instagram, Lee Truant, L-E-I-G-H-T-R-U-A-N-T. Um, I don't have a podcast. 
I would love to have one. Maybe I will someday. Um, but you can follow me. You'll see a bunch of vegan and astrology content. So if you're into that kind of stuff, please follow. Sweet. <laughs> Um, great. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I want to thank the listeners for listening. I'm still in search of my catchphrase, so I'll just go off the way that I usually do. Thanks for listening. I have been Benton Hartley, and you have been great. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and crackers, Jack. I 